<laughs> Welcome to the Rocky and Mighty Show. I apologize for the abrupt entrance. We're glad to have you with us. Uh, before we get started, please remember to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and your preferred platform. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and uh, now let's get right into it. So we haven't done a preview in a while. It's been since last season. But we're going to do a week, week nine NFL preview. We're going to do it a little differently this time. Instead of just running through pretty much, you know, five, ten summary of every single game, um, you know, we, we want to stay true to our short podcast uh, phenomena that we've been adapting the last the last few weeks and the last few podcasts that we've done. So what we're going to do is we're just going to take three of the biggest games from the week, or in our opinion, three of the biggest games from the week. We're going to run those down, go in depth a little more over those three games, and the remainder, the remaining games from the week, we're just going to give our predictions um, like that. So. We'll, we'll get more into how the predictions are going to work at the end, but first let's d- dive into these games a little because there's some really good matchups this week. Um, let's start right here because this one's a little disappointing, right? The Packers-Chiefs. Three times we had the opportunity, well, this will be the third time, where we had the opportunity for Mahomes to face Rodgers. The first time Mahomes was injured. Actually, Rodgers was injured. The second time was obviously in the Packers' loss to the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. Otherwise, that would have been... Uh, a Chiefs-Packers Super Bowl, which would have been exciting. And this time, we were a few days away from having Rodgers face Mahomes. You know, uh, the, the, the new Rodgers against the old Rodgers. And what happens? Sure enough, COVID, COVID hits Rodgers. So he's not going to be playing. <clears throat> Instead, it's going to be the youngster, Jordan Love, in his second year. And the question, the big headline here is, will Devontae Adams be playing? If, if Devontae Adams plays, I think this is a completely different game, right? The Chiefs are struggling. We, we, spoke, we, we, we will speak about them at length in a, in a future podcast where we'll, we'll release soon, where we pretty much go in depth of what's been wrong with the Chiefs' offense this season and, and their defense. What's wrong with the Chiefs? What's the culprit of their downfall? We, we go more in depth to that in a podcast that we'll release soon. But basically, the offense has not been nearly as efficient. They've had the worst defense in football. Um, is, this, is this a rebound game for them? They're favored by seven and a half in Vegas. Uh, Meisty, do you think this is going to be a rebound game for the Chiefs? Uh, it, it's, a, um, it's a tough game for them regardless. Uh, but obviously, Devontae Adams being out will obviously help them. But with the Devontae Adams in, it's going to be tough. Um, but I will say this. If, if, with Aaron Rodgers being out and Jordan Love playing... I would have to say Andy Reid just just attacks this quarterback, and he's going to blitz him. He's going to show all types of blitzes. I mean, listen, Andy Reid's no, you know, he's not new to the game. Uh, he's seen young quarterbacks, and we've seen young quarterbacks who just yes, we've seen young quarterbacks, new quarterbacks come in and make some statement, a great win, Mike White's okay, fine. But at the end of the day, most young quarterbacks are just are just going to get torn up by Andy Reid. The, these guys are. Or just I don't know. It's just the better coaching against you know Bill Belichick against rookie quarterback quarterbacks. He crushes them. Why? Because he just shows different things, things they're not used to. And Andy Reid is Andy Reid is going to do the same exact thing. And he, I think that the Chiefs, really with or without Adams, crushed them. But with Adams, it helps the the, the Packers stay in the game a little bit. Just because. But even if he does play, he's not going to be a hundred percent. He won't be. And, 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 and how much are you going to try to really use Devontae Adams? Is it really worth it to, be, to try to beat the Chiefs? I, I, if I'm the Packers, I almost sit Devontae Adams and be like, I mean, obviously if he can play, he plays. But, like, we, you're going to be involved later in the season. Your division sucks. You're, you have no problems. You're not going to have a problem making it into the January. So 
you know, if you're the Packers, you keep your guys as healthy as possible for as late as possible. Um, I think the Chiefs run away with this game early. So you want to call it a bounce back game? Sure, go ahead. It's not a bounce back game. It's just the Packers don't have Aaron Rodgers, the MVP of last year. Yeah, they they don't have Aaron Rodgers, um, but they do have Jordan Love, <laughs> who has not played bad throughout his career. Um, they have Devonte Adams, who's been the best wide receiver in football this year. Create space on the outside, uh, beating receivers down the field, catching everything in his radius. He's unbelievable. So I think that's a that's huge. That is absolutely huge. We've seen the impact that wide receivers can have on the field nowadays. That's going to be a big factor. Now we see the impact Aaron Rodgers has. The, the line, I believe, was was achieved by one Chiefs minus one uh, when before, prior to the Aaron Rodgers COVID, and now after to him getting COVID, it's. Chiefs minus seven and a half, which is quite a jump. You don't often see that, even when a starting quarterback goes out. I think the key here is uh, the Packers. What can they do on defense to stay in this game, right? The Packers defense has struggled, especially in the back end. They lost. Just look at the injuries that the Packers have endured, especially on defense. It's Jarvis Alexander, who's their best best corner. Zadarius Smith, who is one of their best pass rushers. And Rasul Douglas is at the fill-in as the number one corner. Um, he's lined up on the outside nearly all of his snaps, 169 snaps this year, 158 times he's lined up on the outside. So he's going to be the one going up against Tyreek Hill or Pringle or Hardman, whoever it is, probably Tyreek Hill most of the time. Outside of Douglas, who has covered well this year, he's been impressing the coverage, they don't really have anyone that can cover remotely. Adrian Amos has been underwhelming in coverage, um, and they, they, they really don't have anyone that can cover, and you have explosive playmakers like the Chiefs have. You need that. You need someone to slow them down. You need someone to bump them up. And it, it, also, I don't think it's ever going to match up for the Packers. Like they're not used to playing this. What the, what, what teams have done against the Chiefs to thrive um, defensively is they've doubled Tyree Kill and they've doubled Travis Kelsey. The Packers are not designed to do that. They don't really have guys that can bump at the line that can cover deeper safeties that can cover deeper. They don't. They, they, their best corners out. They're one of their best pass rushers out. They don't have a good set up on the front end or the back end for this. So I think they're going to struggle. But on the offensive end, I think if, if if Devontae Adams is here, I think they can cover a seven and a half line. I mean, I think they keep it close to keep it within a touchdown. You know, the the, the problem is if you don't have Devontae Adams, you don't have the, uh, Marcus Scantling, you don't have Robert Tanyan is out for this game. I mean, they are banged up. Their starting center has been impressive this year, is out for the year. So so they have a lot of injuries. When you have Devontae Adams, I'm picking them to cover this line. Yeah, in essence, if the Chiefs don't win this game, it'll be very underwhelming. I'm not picking them to cover a seven half line just because what they've proven to me so far this year is not enough to cover a seven half line, even against an Aaron Rodgers list Packers. So my pick for the game is Chiefs to win, um, but Packers to cover. How about you? Uh, before you get into even that, I'll just say this though: the, the Giants didn't really either have any defensive scheme really to to beat. The Chiefs, not that they did beat the Chiefs, but even to just stay in the game. They went into that two-deep safety, and they just allowed the middle of the field to be so wide open. That's what the, that's what the Packers are going to have to do, and they're just going to have to sit back and, 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 not, and, and let, you know, let the run game attack you and just make those tackles. If you can make those tackles off, off when the running back goes, that, that, front, that front line of yours, if they can get to the running back, you're going to be set for that. You're gonna, you're gonna, you'll, you'll have a chance. But to, 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 you're not able. You're never going to be able to match up with the, with with Terry Kill and Kelsey when you when you don't have that good of a defense. Absolutely. So, who's your pick for the game? Um, I have. Well, right. We're saying with or without Adams. Um, 
Well, regardless, you could still pick it. You don't have to. You know what? You know what? Chiefs cover. Okay, regardless, Chiefs cover, but Chiefs win. You're picking the line over here. Yes. You have two. You have two left, and we'll explain that to the audience. You have two left. You have three opportunities to pick the line. No, it's not. No money. No, 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 no. I'm going straight up. There's no money line. Okay, KC to win. I'm going KC with the Packers to cover. Okay. Get the Packers to cover. Okay, let's let's move on. Next game we'll cover is the uh, another division battle for the Browns. They're they're going to Cincy um, in a game that they probably have not been underdogs against the Bengals in quite a few years, for sure since Baker Mayfield has made it there. But Baker Mayfield is now the 24th-ranked quarterback this year, and Joe Burrow is the 6th-ranked quarterback in the league, according to PFF. So this is a different game, obviously, than we're used to seeing. Browns have a lot of problems on offense. The receivers have not been able to create space down the field. If they have, either Baker's not hitting them or the, the the ball's slipping off their hands. I mean, OBJ's epitomizing what this Browns receiving game has been. You're used to the, the Browns having many playmakers, right? You could have had Higgins on the outside and OBJ. You could have had Higgins and OBJ both on the outside. Jarvis Landry, one of the best slot receivers in football. You could have had Hooper as a solid tight end. None of it's been working out. The receivers have not been hitting their spots. They've not been catching the ball consistently. And Baker has not been hitting them good amount of the time even last week when baker was hitting on a couple of his throws four drop passes for the browns uh, against the steelers so it, it's tough for me to pick the browns against the Bengals. to be honest i i think that the, the they have an opportunity this week the Bengals have allowed the 27th most passing yards in the league so the secondary has been shaky for them although i think that number it may be a little overrated just because they've been down and They've allowed big chunk plays. I don't think consistently over the course of the game that they've really been that bad of a secondary. But they have a lot, a lot of yards. Baker has a torn labrum. I don't even know if he can take advantage of that, Meisty. Like, yes, they even if the Bengals secondary hasn't been great this year, I mean, Baker hasn't been taking advantage of any secondaries. Like, he just hasn't looked good this year. He's he's probably 70% of what he normally is. He, he One of his shoulders is completely torn. I mean, I don't even know why the guy's still playing, to be honest. But Baker just hasn't been himself. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Baker is definitely struggling this year, and it's a question of why. I mean, you know, this goes back to the question: What is, is Baker the is Baker really the answer for the Browns? The answer to me is no, and 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 you know, he might be successful elsewhere, but he's no better than Brock Eisweiler. And you know, he's gonna he's gonna show up when all of a sudden he you know everyone's gonna talk down about him, and all of a sudden he's gonna have a big game. Everyone's like, oh, he's back. No, no. He, Listen, I don't. It's not Baker's fault. He plays for just a bad organization. They don't. Unlike the Bengals, they're not continuing to grow. As soon as they started, they brought in this whole team. They thought they had it, and they, and they and now they're just trying to make it work. No, switch it up. Whatever is not working, let's go. Get rid of. Start over. Do it again. Like this whole OBJ situation right now is just mind boggling. Like they're not sure if they want to cut him or not, so they just keep sending him home from practice. Like. How is it that hard? Is it that you couldn't you couldn't figure out a way to trade him? So now you gotta like you're doing a whole other different things, trying to figure it all out. It makes no sense to me the, the Browns. I don't see this game even being close. I see the Bengals just crushing them because you know the Bengals are looking. You know, this is the the perfect game for the Bengals to just blow out a division team. Everyone's be like, oh, the Bengals are back. They just crushed the Browns. I'm already like, oh, it's so good. And the media is going to talk very highly about them. And they're just the Bengals. Um, so, you know, it's funny to me. Bengals-Browns 
Rocky used to be Thursday night football, and we always be like, oh, Bengals, Browns. <laughs> right. right. Like, we used to watch it for the entertainment of a bad play happening. Now it's actually exciting to watch. Not that right. anyone, not that the Browns are so exciting, but the bottom line is that whole division is very close, and and these games are making and breaking the division. I mean, this 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 game here could at the end of the at the end of the year you can look back and be like. If only the Bengals pulled off that win against the Browns or the Browns the other way, they could have snuck into that last spot in the playoffs. I mean, right now it seems like the, the you know, the Browns are going to be fighting, could possibly be fighting for that seventh seed. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I agree. And uh, it's a two and a half line in Vegas. They're representing what you're saying. It's supposed to be a much closer game. I think that you're underrating the Browns a little, though, because, yes, Baker has struggled. He's still been able to hit his spots on some occasions, and that running game is the top running game in football. Even without, we saw on Thursday night against the Broncos, right, with the Ernest Johnson coming in as a third-string running back, they were still able to, be, to produce a lot of yardage on the ground, extremely productive. Happens to be the Ernest Johnson produced over 80 yards after contact, but the, the, the offensive line has still always been just impressive in the run game and for, for a few years now. Impressive in the run game, no matter who you put out there. So the run game can be effective against the Bengals. The Bengals' secondary hasn't been as good as the front seven, even though the defense has been mightily improved, as we discussed on, on, on the previous podcast. But, yeah, I, I think the Browns can keep this close. I, I don't want to pick them just because their offense has been so slow and with all the OBJ stuff, and you don't even know if he's going to play. So you're going to have number one receiver Higgins on the outside. You're going to have Landry on the slot receiver, and number one receiver is a slot receiver. They haven't been able to move the ball down the field at all. I mean, not just against the Steelers. Even against the Broncos, it was slow. They had Case Keenum. But it's just it's a slow, methodical offense. It looks very sluggish and ugly at times. And uh, I just – I can't pull the trigger on a team like that. That's why I'm going to pick the Bengals to win over here. Um, so I'm assuming you're going to pick the Bengals to win and cover. I'm actually Bengals, Bengals to cover. Yeah, Bengals to cover the two and a half. Um, you got, beyond that, beyond that, I, the Browns, if the Browns can't get the running game going for them this week, they're, they're passing in is screwed. They need but, the running game. I don't, game. See a scenario, I don't see a scenario where they don't get the running. I mean, unless something freak happens, I don't see a scenario where they don't get the running game going. I mean, it's not like, you know, they, they, they have the best running game in football. You can, you can bet on probably 13, 14 weeks out of the 17. You say that. I'm running the ball for 100 yards, right? You're right. You say that. But then what happened against the Ravens, Bengals? You know what I'm saying? The Ravens just never got anything going. That's the truth. But, um, you know. Yeah, I know. 100%. The Bengals have a much improved have a much improved defense. And nobody's going to argue with that. But the, the Browns, the Ravens are banged up on the front end. The Browns have a, have a ridiculous offensive line. The, the run blocking is unbelievable for Cleveland. It's the best run blocking unit in the league. I would argue uh, – the, one of the next best is the Titans. We'll get to there in a second. But uh, I think that's what's going to give the Browns a chance, honestly. Like, keep Burrow off the field. They're just going to ground and pound the ball. If Baker can even improve slowly. He looked a little better last week. He made some throws against the Steelers. Just the receivers are dropping balls. They can't – I mean, what happened – why all of a sudden can, can can these receivers not run routes? Like, Higgins is not beating – I don't understand. What happened? This was this was one of the upper echelon of receiving cores in the league last year. And all of a sudden, yeah. they can't run routes. When, 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 they, when they do hit their spots, they're not catching the ball or Baker's not hitting them. This offense looks out of sync. I, I can't think that this is going to be the case for the Browns' passing game throughout the rest of the season. But for now, at least, until they prove me otherwise, I'm going to have to rely on that running game to say it's going to be close, but I'll agree with you, Bengals will cover the 2.5. So you'll go Bengals cover 2.5 also? Bengals cover 2.5, yes. Okay, Bengals cover 2.5. Let's go to our next game, Titans-Rams now. This also features the first game, a team playing without one of their key players, obviously Derrick Henry going down, going down likely for the season with a foot injury. Rams are now favored by seven and a half. 
Okay, so it's over a touchdown, which obviously would not. I, to be honest, even if Derrick Henry was in there, I think the Rams would probably still be a five-point favorite. I mean, the, 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 the seven, I don't know what you think, my say. I, I think the seven, the fact that they went over a touchdown is a big jump, but I don't think Derrick Henry really affects the line by more than two points. No? I think Derrick Henry moves the line more like five points. I think Derrick Henry. You think moves so? The line. You think it would be two and a half? Hold, on, think hold on, hold on, hold on. I think that no. with Derrick Henry in, with Derrick Henry in, the line is much closer than you think, only because of the respect for Derrick Henry's capabilities. But when Derrick Henry is out, that line should jump six points. I mean, I, I don't know if it would have been that big of a jump. I, I do think it would it, it affected the line by a couple points. But let's, let's talk about that for a second. Like, how big of an impact will Derrick Henry – I mean, in general, obviously, we're going to have to talk about the scope of things for the Titans, obviously, right? What How they're going to have to rely on the passing game. But just in this game in particular, right? It, it, the Rams just improved their front seven with Von Miller, and now you're going to give Leonard Floyd a chance. I mean, that front seven is is lethal. <laughs> they have they have yet to have a real dominant edge rusher. Now they have Von Miller. Leonard Floyd, by the way, has 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 the most sacks on that team with six and a half. So now you're giving him a chance. What you're going to double Donald and Von Miller? No baby, because now Leonard Floyd's going to come around, and he's been lethal uh, in the pass rush game this year. So <laughs> I mean, good luck getting past that that, that front seven. Now in the run game. Actually, the Rams' defense have not been as impressive, which is why I do think the Titans will still produce a productive run game. As I said, the, the run the run unit, the, the run passing unit for the Titans have been top five in the league this year. They brought in AP. Only because of Henry. No, no, I, I, I think the run blocking in, in itself, they're, they're, they're beating their guys at the line. I think the run blocking itself, the offensive line has, has, has exceeded expectations in general. Of course, Henry, Henry produces a lot of his own yardage after the contact, which is obviously... Not so much a result of the offensive line, but even before contact, he was racking up yardage. I mean, we're talking about the third most yards in the league, right, by this Titans run defense, run offense. Okay, you know what? We're going to have to see on the field Sunday night how big of an impact Henry has on this run game. He does have a big impact. I think we can all say that right now. But does it mean to the point where the Titans aren't going to have an impactful running game anymore? I don't think that's the case. I think the, 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 the Titans will still produce on the ground. You don't think that? You, you think the Titans run game is out the window without Derrick Henry? As I said last night, I think that the Colts have a real shot at this division. And, um, you know, so I think that the Titans have been really affected, especially with the injuries to the receiving core. But Ryan Tannehill is okay when his receivers are, are playing well, right? And, and that's any quarterback besides Lamar Jackson. Um, but, you know, you need, you, need, you need Derrick Henry on that team. De Listen, where were they when Derrick Henry is not playing well? Where, what, what, what goes on with that team? They just they don't show up. That whole team doesn't show up. They they they, they rely on Derrick Henry. They rely on his ability to make big plays. Right now, if you're the if you're if you're playing against the Titans, you're talking about Adrian Peterson's running the ball or whoever it is that's running the ball for them. Jeremy McKinnon, baby. Jeremy McKinnon. <laughs> exactly. Who? Exactly. My point is. <laughs> that all, all, all they have to do is really just sit back and, and cover. And and there, there's no one even have to really cover. You're talking about A.J. Brown. He's great. He's good. But, you know, he's probably going to get a lot of short dinks and dumps and, and slants. And that'll be all he's going to get because they're just going to sit back and, and, and cover. And, and, and you know what? The run game is going to run. But with Von Miller, especially with Von Miller there, it's, all, they, they, it, it's not Derrick Henry. It's just not.
Uh, they're definitely going to have to rely on their passing game a little more. I think if they, if they can get some production from the run game, which I, I think they could. I still think they could. Obviously, like you mentioned in the past, when Derrick Henry hasn't gotten going, the team hasn't gotten going. But that's also because just the running game as a whole hasn't gotten going because they rely on him extremely heavily in the run game. So if the running game can get going, even without Henry, then I still think it sets up the play action, which can set up Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, two playmakers on the outside, so long as Julio Jones is healthy. He, it played, Tannehill's been playing Well, this season he has the weapons to make it happen. Teams are just playing up on Henry, right? Henry has has faced more eight man boxes by far than. Hey, Jalen Ramsey, sit back there in that secondary. He's been pretty good this year. So you're going to let them sit back there and cover those those receivers, those explosive receivers of the Titans. It's going to change the whole game plan for the Titans. I think if the Titans can adjust and not play an offense where it's like play-action driven and relying on the running game setting up the passing game, which they're the only team in the league that does that right now, right, because they have such a good running back. If they can adjust, then I think they still have a chance down the stretch. And I, they have a three-game lead in the worst division in football. As I pointed out on Twitter, they're still probably going to win the division. So um, I, 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 I don't think they're going to win this game. Yes, I'm picking the Rams to win this game. But I don't per se see the Titans season as a lost season. Um, listen, it, 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 we'll see. I, I think that they have their secondary is much improved. Kevin Byard and Amani Hooker are literally two of the three best safeties in the league this season. So the defense has improved. There's there there are things to look at on the Titans team here that can give you spark that can give you sparks of hope. So I think that the Titans. I'm not going to pick this as one of my lines. I just, as a side note, I don't think they're going to lose seven and a half line, but I do think that the Rams will win the game. Are you going Rams to cover this line? Um, I got to just think about this in three seconds. Um, I okay, think Rams, I, I think the Rams cover. Yes, Rams cover. Yes. You think the Rams cover? So you're, this is your money. This is your. This is your. This is your. That's cover. my this second one. Money. That's my second one. Yeah, cover. Okay, so so far. So let's run it down before we get to the just the, the predictions, okay? Basically, this is how it's going to work. We're going to go through the games that we didn't already, already mention already. We're just going to rapid fire through these games with our very own uh, Mark Morty, who's uh, going to run through it for us. And basically, three games from each week, we can choose whether or not that team's going to cover the line. If we just choose money line, meaning we just choose whether or not that team wins or loses, we choose that correctly, we get one point. If we if the team covers the spread in addition, then we get two points. So we only get three choices. So far, Micey and I have used two of ours, right? You you said that Cincinnati would cover and the Rams would cover. I said Cincy and the Packers would cover. Um, so now let's run through it, Mark. Whenever you're ready, we'll run through the rest of the games and then we'll spit out our predictions. All right, guys. We ready for uh, rapid fire week nine? Let's go, baby. Do it. All right. Starting with the game that is going to begin in less than a little under two hours. We have the Jets at the Colts. The Colts are favored by 10. What do you say? The right, Colts are going to win. Got the Colts? Yeah, Colts. Yeah. I, I, I got the Colts. Yeah, I got, I got the Colts also. Got the Colts. All right, so Mike White, Mike White is going to be one-hit wonder. Okay, moving on <laughs> to Sunday. I think the one, Jets will yeah. cover. I think the Jets will cover. I, I just, I just think the Colts will win. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Okay, 
Let's go Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, game day. Broncos at Cowboys. Dallas is uh, by 10. What do we say? Cowboys, baby. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? It's hard hard not to like the Cowboys in this game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. uh, We got Texans at the Dolphins. We have Miami by five and a half. I have Texans, baby. Give me the Texans covering that. Give me Ooh. Texans covering. That's your cover. That's your cover. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not my cover, but I have them winning. I have cover. the Texans winning. My cover actually is going to be the Bills later, but the Texans went winning. I, I, I have the Dolphins winning. I, I don't trust Davis Mills yet. Not just yet. Um, he's been doing a couple nice things, but I, I still have the Dolphins winning. I think they have a better roster. They'll, they'll come out on top. Okay. Uh, next, we have Falcons at Saints. Uh, line has it as uh, Saints by six and a half. Um, Falcons and Saints. I'm going to have to take the Falcons to win this game. You're ridiculous. Rocky? I, I'm gonna have to pick the upset as well. I think the Falcons have been doing some nice things. Obviously, last week was discouraging, but I think they've been doing some nice things. They can continue to feature Kyle Pitts in the offense. It's gonna be an explosive passing game. And and listen, James Winston's out for the year, so uh, the, the Saints are sort of a quarterback proof, which is something I want to discuss also on my stand different podcast. Sort of this quarterback proof offense where they can thrive without a starting quarterback per se. But I just think the drop off from James Winston to Trevor Simeon is too big. I'm picking the Falcons. I agree with you. Are you picking the cover, Meisty? Well, technically, if they win, they cover. All right, but you still don't have to pick it as your cover. No, no, it's not my cover team. No, 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 it's not my cover team. Okay, it's not your cover. Me neither. Okay, next. All right, next we have Raiders in 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 New Jersey at the Giants. Uh, line is Vegas by three. Raiders. I don't know. After that impressive performance against the Chiefs, I'm going to Raiders. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Next, we have the Patriots at the Panthers. Uh, Patriots by three and a half. Oh, Patriots, baby, all day. Yeah, i got to go with the Pats here, too. They're on fire. Mac Jones is playing well and making some big-time throws. Panthers really haven't done much without McCaffrey, so that's a, that's a lock. That's true. That's true. They've, been, they, they've lost four straight. Lost four to five, I believe. All right. We got the, the high-powered Bills at the Jags. Uh, Buffalo by 14 and a half. Rocky, you go first. My stay. I heard uh, something. You want me to go first here? Okay, I, heard, I'll go first. I, don't, I heard rumors. Rum, I heard rumblings of a cover. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go money line Buffalo. I'm not, I'm not touching okay. that cover. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm taking the cover 14 and a half. I think the Bills love crushing teams. They like making statements. I think that it's not. It's beyond that. I mean, I could sit here and talk about the Buffalo. What happened last week against the Dolphins? What happened last week against the Dolphins? Oh, what happened? What happened week one against the Steelers? I mean, what happened to Aaron Rodgers week one against the Saints? I mean, what, I mean, come on, Rocky, come on, man, come on, man. I'm just kidding. I know. I know. I I'm a big fan of football's week to week, so obviously I'm not going to bring a proof from one week to the other. Yeah. Okay. So you have Buffalo to cover. I'll just pick the money line. Okay. Moving on. Vikings in M&T Bank Stadium against the Ravens. Baltimore by six. Ravens, baby. Yeah, I think I, I think heading off a of bye week, Ravens just lost. I think the Vikings have struggled a little on Sunday Night Football last week. I'll go with the, I'll go with the Ravens. Okay, next we got the four or five games: Chargers at Eagles. Chargers by one and a half. 
Chargers. I hate to do this, Mark, um, but I'm going to pick the Chargers. They've lost two straight. Um, they, they, they can smell. They can smell the, the Chiefs just coming down to earth. Henry Ruggs is out, out, out of the Raiders. You know, they can smell the division, so I'm going with the Chargers. Okay. All right, guys. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> Our next uh, late afternoon game, cards at the Niners. We have San Francisco by one and a half. Cardinals. This is cards, and this is my cover, man. I mean, listen, Kyler Murray plays this game. It's San Francisco by one and a half. Heck yeah, give me that cover, man. That's my third cover. Uh, all right, that's all three covers. All right, so you guys are all done with your covers. And the last game we have, Monday Night Football. We have the Bears at the Steelers. Steelers by six and a half. What do we think? Yeah. The Bears just okay, can't. You want me to go first? You want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, go first. Go first. I'm just staring at the line for a second. Oh, yeah, but you already used all your three covers. No, I know. I just have to understand. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this game. I'm going with the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. I, I have the Bears covering, but the Steelers winning. But obviously, I'm just going to take the Steelers money line for my pick. But the Bears are going to cover. I think this is a close game. Um, I think that the Bears front seven eat up Ben Roethlisberger. And I just... Um, I like I like the Bears. I mean, I think Justin Fields is just playing a lot better of a football game than he was in the beginning of the year. Yeah, I agree, I agree with you on the double digit line. Seems to be a little hefty, but I'm just picking money line, and I I do think the Steelers are just a better team. You know, especially up front. You know, T.J. Watt in that front seven is going to give him problems. Cameron Hayward, they're definitely going to give Justin Fields problems. So. Uh, they're well-suited for, for an athletic quarterback. I, I just realized, Morty, we forgot to do your predictions, but we'll get, we'll get those from you after, after the pod. Next week we'll start, we'll get yours. I completely forgot about that. I apologize. <laughs> no worries. I'm, 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 we're good. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just take the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to get all your predictions, man. Basically, right. what's gonna is we're going to know who's, who's, got, who's the best uh, predictor, if that's even a word, at the end of the season. We're going to get Yehuda. You know, Yehuda couldn't make it today, but we are going to get his predictions as well. And then at the end of the season, we'll compile all the uh, – like I said, one point if you get money – if you get the money line, meaning if you pick the team that wins or loses, and one an additional point if you pick, meaning two points, if you get the cover as well. So you can technically get a point from – get one point from one game, even if the team loses, right? So, for example, I pick Kansas City to win, but the Packers to cover. If the Packers win – I only get one point from that game. Are we, are we on the same page over here? Uh-huh. Okay, we're on the same page. Okay, perfect. So that'll do it. Are we Are we done all the games? Uh, yeah, that's it. We just did Monday night. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for okay. rapid fire games of the week. Perfect, man. Okay, well, uh, enjoy Thursday Night Football, Jets, Colts. I'm telling you, it's going to be a fun game. Don't worry. Watch the game. It's football, number one. Number two, you know, Carson Wentz revenge tour. Uh, Mike White revenge tour, apparently, also. So, <laughs> well, uh, we'll see you all later. Thank you for joining us. Remember to subscribe on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Everyone have a wonderful weekend.